Welcome back to Confusion Confusions. We are Gracia and Ashley. And today we'll be discussing about residential life. So, Ashley, do you want to introduce um, what university you're from? Mm, okay, so I'm currently from NTU Hall 3. Yeah. I'm from, and I'm uh, from NUS RVRC. So, it's Ridgeview Residential College. Mm. Okay, so we will have a list of questions in our description. So we'll start off with the, uh, to discuss the first question, which mm. is, what advice would you give to a freshman on choosing a hall of residence? Mm. I think, like, first, I would say, like, be open to, like, trying out new things. And then, mm. um, I think maybe based on things you want to try out, you can choose halls, like, um... For example, if their interest groups are better or if what their culture is like, I think you can like ask around. And mm-hmm. I didn't know before I went in, but for NTU, there's this thing called rec list. So you, if you really want to get into a specific hall, uh, you can like ask the seniors to rec you into the hall, even if you don't know anybody like personally, I think. yeah. Mm, do you use the rec list? No, me and my roomie just, we just like... Like, yeah, and we just try out like. Ah, based on the culture, is it? No, we just random, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, is, what is your hall known for? Uh, my hall is like, um, known for everything kind of. Like, it was everything. It's, yeah, it's kind of like a sports hall mainly, mm. but because of COVID, there wasn't like, in the hall sports Olympiad the mm. past few years, so. It's, I think it's a dance hall now. Mm. Yeah. Do you enjoy your hall? Like, yeah. Do you feel like you picked the right hall? I, I think, yeah. I think like, it's a lot about luck also. Like who you meet within the hall. Like, uh, yeah. What about you though? How is it? Think, I think in NUS, it's slightly different. Because I think NTU, it's more, like all the halls have similar, like I guess there's some with different cultures. But it's all like, you apply through the one application. Like, but in NUS, we have like, Residential college versus halls. Mm. So for halls, usually people that prefer like uh, participating in a lot of CCAs or interest groups. Um, because you need to, like, I think it's, they need to get a certain amount of points in order to get a second year of stay. Yeah. So if you like to uh, participate in these kind of activities, like, and you know that you will be able to sustain like participation while doing your studies, then you will join a hall. Compared to, um, there are some, some people that prefer uh, like more chill like vibes and stuff. Mm. Like for me, I don't, I don't want to feel obliged to like participate in a lot of activities, which is why I chose a residential college. Mm. And I think uh, NUS halls, they have, there's a lot of different, like there are a lot of different halls with different kinds of culture, but most of them, they're all quite intense, mm. if I'm not wrong. Yeah, I have yeah. friends that are in NUS halls and I asked them what's your CCA and they're like oh I mean like 10 different kinds of spots yeah and like <laughs> six productions it's crazy yeah but I think the people that choose it right most of the time they do enjoy yeah, that true. aspect yeah in NTU do you all have a lot of CCAs or like is it a, are you obliged to join a lot no um, NTU used to have two year mm-hmm. guarantee so for mm. our year, there's a two-year guarantee. So we don't really... Like, you don't really feel worried the first two years. 
Mm. Um, unless you're in very popular halls, then you will try. Or like if there's a reason for you to stay in a specific hall, which I'm sure most people do want to stay in the same hall because mm. they know people there, then you'll feel worried about hall points. So it's kind of the same as NUS, but it's, I think it's more chill. Yeah. Mm. So I think NUS Residential College, you are also guaranteed two years stay. So like, everyone's actually quite chill about the activities mm. and you can actually, I think it really improves your experience because you can actually join whatever you want. Mm. And like, there are certain activities that you might think you might be interested in, but then when you actually go, right, you realise maybe it's like too much for you or like you're not that interested in it. Then you can always like not go. Mm. Yeah. So for NUS Residential College, the interest groups are really very chill. Like, you don't even have to go every week. Like, you can go like on an ad hoc basis. So like, you can go like three times in a sem. But of course, it's good to have like active participation and things like that. Mm. But yeah. Then oh, but in terms of... Mm. Mm. I think like that's the good thing about uni CCs is that it's really quite free and easy. Like, mm. in, like at least last time when we had CCAs, it was almost like mandatory. So we had to always go every single week. Yeah. So if you didn't enjoy it, it's like, gone again. Yeah, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> that's you, right? <laughs> it's terrible. Eh? No, I, didn't, I didn't like it the first. I didn't like mm. my CC the first. Yeah, secondary school CC. Yeah, in my secondary school. But after <laughs> that, it became better. Mm. Yeah. But, like, okay, but, all, like, my friends at that time, we all just, like, bonded through the pain. So I guess mm. it's a different kind of experience. In NTU, do you all have to go, like, every week? Um, no, I think, not really. Unless you really commit to something. Mm. Like, for example, if you commit to a competition or you commit to, like, yeah, yeah. training, then you have to go. Yeah, Other than that, it's really very, very chill. Yeah, same for NUS uh, Residential College. Only if you join, like, inter-hall games, inter-house games, that kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then in terms of choosing between different residential colleges, I think, like, it also depends on, like, what kind of rooms you want. Like, the, the ones mm-hmm. in Newtown, they technically have, they usually have suites. So you can stay, like, I think it's four people in a suite, and then you have, like, a living room. Mm. But then in RV we don't have that, yeah. So if you prefer a suite stay, then I guess that works. And then, uh, I think it's also dependent on like what kind of modules you want because residential college the key point is that you have to take on the the modules that they offer. Mm. Yeah. So RVRC specializes in like sustainability related modules. Mm. Do you feel like the culture in RC is exclusive? Like I feel like there are some. RCs that I heard before I, before going into uni that if you don't subscribe to the culture then you will feel very left out oh what do you mean by like the culture as in exclusive as in like mm, like for example sustainability if you're not very mm. into environmentalism then mm. oh that's a good question I think people in RVRC there's like a mix there are some people that are like very into sustainability and then there are some people that are not that into actually quite a lot of people that are not very into mm. so the modules are more of like to learn about sustainability so I guess like you kind of have to go for the modules but other than that like in daily life it doesn't really affect like our culture I think mm. like it's I mean I guess there's like more of like encouragement for like um sustainability to be incorporated in our events etc but it's not like you have to be very sustainable. It's not very exclusive or so. Mm. Yeah, I think RCs in general is quite like, you can just join whatever you want and it's quite inclusive. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are halls exclusive though? Mm. I don't think halls are exclusive, but I think it's just mm. human nature for there to be exclusivity in groups. 
Ah. I think depending on yeah, yeah, depending on the type of hall you're in, especially. But mm. I think um my hall is very um. There's a lot of sports people, mm. so there tends to be cliques ah. which are very yeah sports driven or I even think, mm, or even I, like um drinking driven. Oh, yeah, like drinking groups. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the case for halls in NUS as well. Like I've heard of like the halls having like cliques and stuff. I think mm. in residential colleges, it's more of like within OGs. But in terms of like IGs, right, it's very they are very inclusive. So like you can actually join any IG, and there's no like there's no particular group. Yeah, I think it's also because the IGs are not like as established. But I think people in uni are more. Open though, generally, even yeah. as exclusivity. Yeah, I think everyone is like, even within their groups, I feel like they're willing to make friends. Yeah, I I feel like it all depends on your luck also actually, not yeah. just the culture. Yeah. Okay. Um. Second question. So, how has your impression of residential life changed since you first moved into campus? Mm. I I guess like my impression of RVRC because I always knew I wanted RVRC. So my impression of RVRC didn't really change that much. I guess I just learned a lot. Uh, I think maybe I thought that the modules would affect our lives a lot. But then I realised that actually the modules, are, they just replace the common modules that we already have. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's also a lot of learning about living on your own. Like, mm, like doing the chores by yourself. And like, the idea of, like, not having... Like, you just have your own room and, like, when you go out, it's... You know, like, in your house, like, when you go out, it's, like, family and, like, your living mm. It just feels different. That day I was telling my friend, like, it's so crazy to me that I'm living in a room in a random building in, like, a random place. <laughs> and you're so comfortable there, right? It's so strange, like... I don't know. I think it was just, like, an existential crisis. But it's so strange mm-hmm. to be just this like just this room in this random building that's yeah. like your mini home. Yeah. But I feel like I got used to it quite quickly. Mm. Like, I don't think there was a big like transition yeah. or anything. I think Although some I know some people that really miss their home and stuff. I think it's really about your own individual like self. Like some people like, I think if you are very open to, like, trying new things, right, then you'll naturally, like, probably feel more comfortable in even in a foreign place quite fast. Mm-hmm. Because you're, like, keeping yourself open to all these, like, new friends, new experiences, and things like that. Yeah. Wait, but since NUS only, like, they didn't offer rooming with someone else during the COVID mm-hmm. period, was it very lonely to be rooming by yourself? Mm, always, oh, yeah. Because yours is, you roomed with a roommate, right? Mm. I like that I didn't have a roommate because the room okay because I got a double room right and the double room is quite like I feel like if it's for two people to stay right it's very squeezy mm. yeah and I think for me mainly I tried to make friends because I knew that I'm I like I'm the kind that like I kind of like crave social mm. bonds and I'll get lonely if I'm by myself and I don't know anybody I made it like a challenge for myself to like make friends with people in my orientation group Mm. and like take the initiative to ask them out so like I would like knock on their doors (laughs) like on like the first day 
and I asked them if they want to hang out or like something. Yeah, but no. my orientation group became very close, so that was then that really helped my experience. I remember you telling me that about you like knocking on people's doors. Yeah, the first week because I think you went into hall or you went into RC earlier, like one week earlier than me. At the yeah, time. then when I went, I was thinking like, oh, I should knock on people's doors, <laughs> but it just never happened. You never did it. Yeah, I never did. I I think like nobody. Yeah, nobody does it. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that sounds like a good idea. Especially if you're living in like a single room. Yeah, but I was just like, if I don't do it, then nobody's gonna do it. Like, nobody's gonna do it for me, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I think, I think knocking on people's door is something that nobody does. But I was like, I want to make friends ASAP. So I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> but it's like, once you, go, you get over that barrier, then it's okay already. Mm. Yeah. I think maybe because I was living in a double... Room, so it was uh-huh. easy to not and like my side were all double rooms ah. yeah so I oh, think it's all the double rooms together yeah so I think it's easy to like cocoon yourself in that mm. yeah two people right yeah and it was a friend that I knew for a very long time mm. so for you your impression of residential life changed a lot um I guess so mm, you what I, th- mm, I think when I first when in because when you first go in it's like the few initiation weeks mm. so um, there was a lot of drinking and a lot of social events mm. oh yeah so I remember I, you telling me about all those yeah so I had a lot of culture shock I think because mm. it's very different compared to what I'm used to and then uh, it was very frequent at least frequent for me it was like on a weekly basis mm. and I think it was fun for a very like drinking parties are fun in the duration of the party or like when you're drunk <laughs> but but I think um, it becomes I realised slowly like throughout this sem that it's a very hollow experience uh, that it's fun but you realise that it's very empty because you're not really making genuine connections and you're not really like okay I don't really like the word connections but it's like you're not really engaging in anything real mm. yeah I mean like like partying with people that you don't really know that well. Yeah, I think because it's the first few weeks, you kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think because of that, I felt very shocked by the culture. And I don't think that I was very uncomfortable with it because at the time, I didn't really think much about it. Mm. Like, I just went in and I just tried to have fun. Mm. Yeah, but I think now I feel like I feel more inclined to say no to these kind of social things because I feel like when I want to have fun, I want to spend time with. Um, I think it's just as simple as I want to spend time with people that I enjoy being around. Mm, that yeah. you, that you are already close with, lah. Yeah. So, will you still engage in these kind of activities now with like close friends? Um, yeah, I guess so. But it's like very, it's like more rare. Mm. Yeah. So, like, do you think? Mm, mm. I think like drink drinking driven friendships are just like if it's, I think drinking is not a bad thing. But mm. if the friendship is purely driven on drinking, then at the end of the day, you will realize that you can't really talk to them. Mm. It's not mm. a sustained connection. Yeah. 
then do you feel like your experience now is like matches with what you you expected it to be? I think I was lucky enough such that I had a pretty good experience compared to um quite a few people I know. At least compared mm. to my friends that are in SMU or people that don't really have a hall. Mm. So it's better than you expected? I think it was pretty good. Yeah, because I was in dance. So like these CCs when especially during the time where there were a lot of restrictions. Mm. Like these CCs CCs are the only real ways where you can like meet a lot of people and interact with. Yeah. A lot of people. And I think because of that, we spent a lot of time doing things that were like fun and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. Maybe you can move on to the next question. What are the food options like on campus? In NTU, you guys don't have dining halls, right? No. Um, actually, do you want to talk about your food plans first? Sure. Okay, so in NUS, um, we have residential colleges and then we have halls. Both provide food plans, but the food plans in residential colleges are like twice as expen- expensive, which I... Okay, I haven't experienced hall dining halls, but I, I really like the dining halls in residential colleges but I think that's just a me thing because nobody else likes it that much <laughs> everyone else like it's okay lah like they'll complain about it once in a while but I don't think it's that bad but for me I like it <laughs> yeah I think uh, okay so it's twice ex- as expensive but it's also like the var- variety that you get is much more so like horse right I think you get like Thai fun which is like veg, veg and rice right like for dinner everyday but then every day, oh my god, yeah, That's... so it's the same, like it's the same, like everyone eats the same thing. There's like halal and non halal, mm. yeah, and then it's just rice and veg and meat, mm. yeah. I think you can get two meat, one veg, one rice, something like that, <laughs> yeah. Then their portions are really big, but then their, their meal plans are also quite cheap, uh, and then in residential colleges, we have like four to five choices. There's like Asian, Muslim, Western, Indian. I don't know why they call it Asian, but it's actually Chinese food. <laughs> As though like the rest are not Asian. But And then there's noodles. Then usually one store will be closed and there'll always be like at least two vegetarian shops. And then the Muslim is always halal. The Muslim and Indian are usually halal. Mm-hmm. So you have four to five options and usually there's a mix of stuff. So there's like, the usually the Asian is always rice, veggie, and meat. Uh, and then the Indian is uh like usually they have like yogurt. That's like my favorite thing to eat in the Indian shop. Yeah, and then under dinner by the way, but nobody else eat nobody like all the Chinese people always eat Chinese food. I'm always eating a lot of different stuff because I like I like variety in my meals. Yeah, mm. and and then there's Muslim also, which has like sometimes they serve noodles, sometimes they serve uh rice. And then they have different things. Like sometimes Western has like pizza. Sometimes it has pasta. Yeah. And then for the breakfast, they have free flow bread and free flow drinks. And so usually what I do is I eat the bread and the drinks for breakfast. Because it's free flow, right? You don't need to use any credits for it. Oh. Then the actual breakfast that they provide, <laughs> which is which you have five, four or five options, I will take away in my lunchbox. So it's very important to bring your lunchbox. I'll mm. take away for lunch. So technically, I'm only paying for breakfast and dinner, but I get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> yeah. 
I think the meals for residential college are the they use the same caterer for all the residential colleges. Yeah, and I think it's quite a good option to eat both breakfast and lunch in a dining hall. And you'll never run out of credits because there'll always be like that few people that never eat breakfast and dinner. And they'll they can transfer you credits. So oh. you can you can like eat two breakfasts. Or you can eat one breakfast, take away another one for for lunch. And then you have dinner. So it's quite worth, I think. Then you don't have to spend money. Yeah. Mm. But after a while, it can get tiring. Mm. How about for NTU? I think NTU is quite different. Like, we don't have a plan at all. Like, mm. it's just religious canteens and um, just canteens and, like, fast food places and, like, a little bit of restaurants here and there. Then you just get your food mm. at whatever time you want. Yeah, I think it's just... Usually fast. for you, what do you eat? Like, on a normal week? Like, do you eat breakfast? Do you eat lunch? Do you eat dinner? Do you I don't sleep? really eat breakfast. Because mm-hmm. I just don't have the habit of doing that. And because I sleep really late. Mm. So, I time my wake-up time according to my class time. Uh. So, like, I wake up in time to prepare and go for class. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then I eat lunch and dinner and supper. Lunch, dinner and supper. Okay, so where yeah. will you eat your lunch usually? Uh, I think... It's really not very exciting. But it's mm. just... I I feel like I eat different things every day because I don't really want to eat the same thing every day. Oh, like you, you like variety also. Yeah. So, I just go to different places to eat. Um, but when we first go to NTU, I think like the seniors will send in... We'll send you like a list of the best foods in each canteen to try. Mm. Yeah. How much do you spend? Um, On every meal, I feel like it's anywhere between four... Like it. Oh, that's quite a big difference. Mm. Depending mm. on what you eat, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Do you ever grab or like grab food or like Sometimes. But NTU uh, is so far not that often actually, but NTU is so far away from campus that it's a lot of food is not available. Uh. Yeah. So you don't and have you don't really need to grab. Like, I guess we grab when there's no food places open. Mm, supper like, la. Yeah, supper. It, but canteens and NTU close really early. They close at mm. like 8pm. Oh, so yeah. supper you definitely need to grab. Yeah, or we just eat. We just buy 7-Eleven food, which is kind of sad. But Oh, yeah, supper is mostly 7-Eleven food. Yeah, because desperate times, desperate measures. Oh. Yeah. In NUS, our supper is usually like kimli dumpling. I think it's called Kimli. Eh, no. This is Sweet Chun. I don't know if we order Kimli or Sweet Chun. I think we order both, actually. Mm. And then, uh, we also order a lot of Prata, actually, from, like, Supper Stretch. Mm. And McDonald's. That's, like, the top three. Mm. Yeah. I think we, we either eat um, 7-Eleven, that kind of cheers, convenience stores, or we go mm. out to Extension to eat, or we order in. Yeah. Mm. So extension, extension is where? It's like this coffee shop outside of NTU and they have like Western food and prata and things like that. Is it very far? Um, it's like one bus stop out if you ah. take the bus. Yeah. Mm. I think in NUS we sometimes people eat in U-Town but I guess that's not a very like 
not a lot of shops are open, but there's like one supper shop that specifically is always open. Mm. And then people go to supper stretch, of course. But usually supper stretch is for mostly like the halls that are near like the supper stretch. Then if you're not near, then you'll just grab from supper stretch. Mm. Or like sometimes people will go there and buy, but it's quite rare. And then we also have like mukata sometimes. We take bus like two stops away, then we eat mukata. Oh. Mm. Okay, what kind of interest groups or CCAs are you involved in and how has that shaped your experience staying in hall? Uh, okay, so for me, I'm in I'm in NUS stage, um, which is theatre in NUS. And that one, I think personally for me, that one, the commitment is quite high. I think CCAs in general, like NUS CCAs, the commitment is always quite high mm. um, compared to residential college CCAs. Yeah, then uh, I'm, I'm like, I do like a few sports, like, like I do like ad hoc, on an ad hoc basis, like I sometimes participate in like basketball or like I did yoga also for a period. Yeah, and then um, I think mostly in hall, I'm involved in like a lot of planning things like, I mean, subcom for ha- like housecom. Okay, now I'm in like the actual housecom already. And then I'm doing freshman orientation programs. What's the housecom like in your Mm. So in my RC, RC, we have like seven houses and then we have the house committee which is like five people and then the house committee is usually the seniors, right? And then the subcommittee is the juniors. Yeah, then... So in, in NUS, I don't know if it's the same for NTU but we have this thing called CSC. So CSC is like the entire RC. Like, it's like prefects lah, basically. Mm. It's not really prefects but I guess they oversee like all the events. Mm. Uh, that occur within the RC or like even between different RCs. So there's the CSE. Then under CSE, there's the house structure. So there are seven houses. All with like five people in the house committee. Then under the house committee, there's the subcommittee, which is the juniors. Yeah. Then So as a junior, like as a freshman, when you first apply, you can either decide to join as a subcommittee under house comp or as um, part- like participate in the CSE subcom. Yeah, and then for me, I prefer to do like house committee stuff because, like, I guess it's also to make friends with people within my house because people that are in your house are in your block lah, like mm. they stay close to you. So I wanted to, like, be more involved in something that is close to me. But I think it also depends on like how you want to map like your future as well. Like in the future, do you want to be involved in like RC events or do you prefer to like take up leadership positions in, within your house? Mm. I think for NTU is kind of different. Like we don't really have houses. Mm. So all we have are like um JCRC which is Hall Council. But oh yeah. So mm. they just deal with like um there are different roles like cultural secretary, welfare secretary, but um I think they work a lot within themselves as a committee. Mm. Yeah. So kind of just oversee the whole mm. hall then mm. other than that branching outwards it's just the CCAs mm. so what what CCAs are you involved in? Um, now I'm in dance and that's about it cause like last sem mm. I was involved in quite a few things I think yeah I remember like when you wanted to join NTU right you like looked at the list of I like interest groups and you were like I want to join all of them <laughs> do you remember that? yeah I do but I think like I just always want to try everything. But mm. I think I ended up joining none of them. 
Oh, like what I, was some that you wanted to join? I joined and then it just either like things didn't, it just didn't happen or mm. uh I was in WSC last sem and what's that? A welfare service club, so it's like oh. volunteering, mm. but I think um cause last sem for me was online, mm. so I felt that it wasn't really meaningful and cause it clashed with a lot of my practice timings and I wanted to. Join um, HOCC, which is Hall Com- Dance Competition. So, um, I prioritized that instead. Then mm. I quit um, Welfare Service Club. And then, yeah, I think um, I also wanted to join theatre, but it just didn't work for my schedule. Mm. Mm. What are there any CCAs that you tried and then you didn't go? Like other than welfare? Mm. Not really. I think I was. Um, I was also in dinner and dance last time. Oh yeah, how was that? Was, I don't know. I think it was like a confusing experience. Can you explain what's dinner and dance? <laughs> I guess like pageant. Um, okay. I think everybody thinks that pageant is like very looks oriented, but I mm. think it's just all it is is just a performance, mm. and they just choose who wins based on the most. Like entertaining performance, I guess. At the end of the day, yeah, mm. I think doesn't really. At least for my batch, it wasn't very like popularity mm. based or whatever. But I think the D and D does have a specific culture, mm. um, and it was very, it was very drinking oriented, which I didn't. Yeah, I think. It just has so happened that my batch didn't really click. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm. And we all kind of had other avenues where we spend more time in. So, mm. so which interest group do you think shaped your, your experience in hall the most? In like how? I think definitely dance. Because mm. the strangest thing is, like just now you were saying, I had a list of things I want to try. Yeah. But dance was like, probably something that I didn't really think I would want to try at all. Mm. And then I went for like one open class uh-huh. and it was quite, it felt very warm and welcoming. Mm. But I think it's just like specific to my experience because I know that it's really dependent on your hall and even like your batch and the exact combination of people that are in the CC at the time. So it's really yeah. luck. Yeah. But yeah. when I went, it was very, it felt like a very safe space. And for someone that, uh, I used to do ballet, but I had a pretty bad experience with it. So, I uh. I stopped for a really long time. So, when I went back to dance, it was... Like, it was something that was very low barrier of entry. Mm. Yeah, and I think... Um, when I decided to take up HOCC and train for comps, it took up so much time that it really does shape your experience. It's... Mm. Um, five days a week of training from 7pm um, to around 1 to 2am at, at its peak, at its peak. But, mm. um, yeah, but that's still a lot. That's yeah. crazy. But I think other halls, there are some halls that are so intense that they train to 5am. Yeah. But I think when you're during the process, you don't really think so much about it. You just go for training. Mm. And it was enjoyable because mm. 
it felt very chill and it was never it was never I feel like it was okay even though it was tiring yeah I still feel like it was worth the time yeah mm. Mm. okay so this brings us to our next question what types of leadership opportunities are there available to you on campus so just now we kind of discuss about like JCRC and mm. CSC mm. basically like the whole Council. Like the councils, yeah. Mm. Would you recommend people to join the hall councils? Um, I don't know. I don't really have a personal experience with hall council. Mm. Like, I have friends inside, but I never really joined it. But I, um, it is very time-consuming. Yeah, I would Yeah. I think that's about all I have to say. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. I think in university, it's all about like, picking and choosing what you want to join just because there's so many things right yeah. you don't want to overwhelm yourself so at the start right I'll say start with less because you can always build up <laughs> to join more I, I I would say start with more really then you and just, then drop them then you just um, I think wait why do you think start with less though I feel like if you start with a lot right then it's very hard to quit then okay I guess you can always quit but then if you don't quit right then you cannot add on other stuff like because the opportunities will keep coming like I swear like your telegram group right there's so many there's like a lot of opportunities to join then if you have a lot Mm -hmm. of activities already like a lot of commitments then you'll be unable to join like the ones that you see what telegram groups are you seeing (laughs) okay I don't know if it's just like my RC but we have like there's like a lot of different activities that they organise all the time and it's very random activities it's not even like Commitments kind like of like what? Okay, so there are things like they have well well being day. Then on well being day, they have like necklace making workshop. Oh my god, that's so fun! Yeah, they have like many different kind of workshops. Then they have we have a lot of house events as well. So to participate in the house events, you need to be free. Then uh, there are a lot of interest groups. They they hold a lot of activities. And then uh, like for example, like there are like there's like a interest group called Atelier. And then there's another interest group called Forrestal. So Atelier, they do art. So basically, mm. they hold art activities. Then Forrestal, they hold like gardening activities. Mm. Or like reforestation activities. Mm. And then there's baking club also. Then they also join, like, they also hold like baking activities. So it doesn't have to be part of the IG. But like, I guess for me, maybe if like, you have a lot of commitments already, right? Then you might not have time to go for these activities. Mm. I think NDU is quite, or at least my house is quite different because you don't really have mm. that much activities. Ah. Uh, it's just like, um, you either spend time with your CCA or you arrange your own thing with your friends. Oh. Yeah. So, is there a difference between like hall CCAs and NDU CCAs? Um, I think the difference between Okay, personally, I feel like maybe it's, I think it's a cause of COVID also, but NTUCCs, if you're in a sports or like varsity, then you'll definitely take up more time. But mm. other than that, I've generally found NTUCCs to be less commitment heavy. And I think I don't know much people who are really committed to NTUCC, mm. except like very niche, like small groups, or there's like, clubs within faculty so there's like um, English sub club like the company mm. but um, how CCs uh, depending on the ones that you join I would say dance and like jam band which is like 
um, singing and music, like musical instruments. So I think that those two are more like commitment heavy. Uh, sports are more chill, so you can go whenever. But I think also cause there's no competition. Hmm. I think in NUS is different. So basically, in NUS, I think the NUS CCAs are quite similar to like JC CCAs, where you have to like, like you have to commit to like going on like every Tuesday, Thursday, that kind of thing. Mm. Compared to RCs, which is more chill. Mm. Yeah. How about in terms of leadership opportunities? Are there a lot of leadership opportunities in the hall? Um, I think there are the standard leadership opportunities. Like, mm. uh, you can run for like to be like a uh, captain of C- some like CCA mm. there's like yeah I think there's so much leadership opportunities in uni that is really everywhere yeah and there isn't much of a hierarchy I feel like compared mm. to um like when we scooped previously where it was like you could only be a captain or a chairperson when you were like yeah. in your last year Ah. But I think I personally chose not to take on much leadership within my um like within the first few years at least because mm. I feel like um I wanna spend more time just being there. Yeah. Mm. And I think good, leadership good. does take up a lot of time. Oh yeah, um just to backtrack, I think my rationale for starting with more because I just remembered more mm-hmm. activities is because I feel like if you join more things then you will know what the environment is like for different things and then you will also know what you like yeah mm. I think in NUS basically okay this maybe is only even my only my residential college but we have like this thing called interest group hopping mm. where they where the seniors will bring you to try different interest groups for like one day yeah, so we just, like, we spent, like, one or two days just hopping from different interest groups to try, like, the activities. I think that's a good, very good way to see what activities are like and get to know the seniors. Mm. Oh, that sounds fun, though. I think we never had that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you can always build your own IG hopping with your <laughs> just, friends. Just, just hop as if you Yeah. Just yeah. hop with your friends. I yeah. think it's very good. Oh, that's true, eh? Yeah. Which is why you need to make friends first. <laughs> By not being <laughs> So you need to not on that now. Yeah. <laughs> so the moral of the story is not on people's stuff. That's right. <laughs> You'll benefit you so much. Like the pros outweigh the cons. I still haven't done it, by the way. <laughs> okay, but yes. Uh, What are your best and worst memories of residential life? Oh, I feel like it's quite hard. I don't... I don't know if I have a worst memory, actually. Uh, I think... I don't think there's, like, one best memory. I think, like, overall, like, the my my favourite memory is just, go, like, the everyday kind of thing. Like, going for, like, breakfast and dinner every day with my friend, my OG. Because mm. my OG is... My orientation group um, is very close. And we have breakfast, which is why the door knocking works. <laughs> <laughs> we have breakfast and dinner every day. Okay, so I'm not a breakfast person, but but then we standardize having breakfast and dinner at every day at the same time. And so that because my OG is like eight to around eight to ten people. So there'll always be people at breakfast or dinner. And then it's mm. quite nice to like always like have someone to go eat with. Yeah. 
Are you still close to your OG? Yeah, so we are like, I think they are like my closest friends in uni. Mm. How about you? Who, who are your closest? I think probably the people in dance, cause mm. just purely because we spend so much time together. Ah. I think it's pretty hard to um, make friends in faculty, because mm. classes, like you only see people for classes sometimes. And like during class, you're obviously busy. And then, like, people come and go a lot, I think. Yeah. So it's, I think, you have to really make the effort to build friendships outside of the classroom setting. Mm. So what's your favourite memory? Mm, My favourite memory is probably, uh, I feel like it's the same, like, very simple things, like going out Mm. for supper with friends. Yeah, yeah. Like talk, like spending time talking in your room until like five AM that kind of thing. Mm. Or like, yeah, just like competition because we train so long for that, and I uh. felt like, yeah. My OG actually organized like a walk. Okay, they, I call it a hike, but then they say it's a hike only to me. But <laughs> <laughs> what, what do y'all do? We we just we just walk. I don't even know where it was. It was like in the west, and the west is a huge mess. Like I don't even know what the park was called, but I think it's Bukit Gombak or something like that. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I okay, my, then I might be totally wrong, but yeah, yeah, we I just went on a walk with my, enti- my entire orientation group. Mm. And that was really fun. Then yeah, after that, we eat McDonald's. Oh my god, that day we went on a coast-to-coast. Actually, it was oh, a cool. fake coast-to-coast because we took a bus one hour out. <laughs> but but <laughs> in my defense, we walked from like Beauty World mm. to... East Coast. Ah. And it was so painful. Like Oh no. So it's it was, not your favourite memory. As in well, it was a good memory though. It was just painful because I wore the wrong type of shoe. Like, I wore I wore sandals. Oh. <laughs> but it was great because like at the end there was this really, really nice sun sunrise. Whoa. Yeah, and it was just it felt like it was all worth it. So it was your best and worst memory together in one. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't say it's the best, but it's just like I think I just got reminded of it when you told me about your book. Yeah. Okay. Okay, last question. Mm. What are the most important things to bring or prepare for a better residential experience? Mm. Or anything that you bought that really helped? Vacuum cleaner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Let me think. When do you buy a vacuum cleaner? Like, is it halfway into the same? Or, like... Mm, mm. Also, you really improved. What do you use before vac- vacuum cleaner? Like, um... Like, uh... We mop the floor. Is it the kind of that's, like, reus- like reusable? Like, you know, not reusable. Like, you have to replace... Yeah, yeah, the yeah. wipes yeah. underneath. Uh, I think other than that, um... Uh, humidifier or diffuser. How does that affect? It, it like... It's a huge game changer, I feel like. Really? Your what? room just smells nice all oh. the time. Yeah. Okay, I don't have one. Maybe I should get one. Yeah. But I bought an air purifier. Okay, but that's just because I have allergies. Mm. Yeah. Uh, other than that, anything. Hooks. I think you need to buy hooks. Oh, for what do you use it for? Like, when you need to, like, you know, there's, I have, like, a grab and go, like, there are a bunch of things that you need to grab, like your mask, your cut. 
which which is connected to a lanyard. I don't think mm. it has that, but mask your card. I feel that's about it. That's like two things, but it's very important because you need it every time you leave the the room. Mm. And my friend has this like metal hook thing that he can hook onto the door. I don't know how it's like hooked to the top of the door. Mm. And he has like a lot of hooks coming down. I think that's so useful. I need to get one. Mm. Yeah, but generally hooks are quite useful. Our room has like quite a few hooks on its own. Ah, it's yeah. like part of the room, is it? Yeah. Mm. And also the previous room owner left a lot of hooks. Oh, yeah. that's good. <laughs> so we didn't really think. Ah. Didn't really think about that. Yeah. How about shower? Like, do you have a shower caddy? Or like a basket? Uh, yeah, I have a bag. Oh. That I bring. Yeah. Mm. But I think that one's... It's quite important. Yeah, quite important. Uh, I think you don't really need stationery. Unless you're the type of person that always yeah. writes down everything. Yeah, you don't need stationery at all. You need, like, you're just using your laptop. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I don't I, even stop shop for stationery. I've been using the same pen. Yeah, you don't even need a pen. Like, if you ever need one pen, just learn from your friend. Yeah, I think you only need it for your exams. That's all. Yeah. yeah. My exams don't even use pens. It's all online. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh my god. I haven't like okay, I'm I'm the kind of person that takes notes physically. So other than that, it's all online. Wait, I also want online exams. My exams are all online, eh? even like essay. I haven't had a single online exam. This is terrible. Oh, really? I haven't had a, a single physical exam. Oh my god, let's swap. <laughs> nope, I'm stuck. I'm keeping my <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else? I think that's about it. I think just like really open, just really new open up yourself to new people. Yeah. And like, know how to take care of yourself. Because, mm. especially at drinking events or like social events, mm. you need to learn how to say no and how to just like always go with friends you trust. Mm. Yeah. That's some good advice. I did. I literally. I think I didn't even go for any drinking activities at all. Mm. Yeah. I think at the start they just invited everybody, mm. so like almost everyone went a few times. I think. Mm. I think it's a good experience to have if you enjoy drinking. Mm. It's a quintessential university experience. I guess. So. That's all we have for today. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank <laughs> you.